One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Alrighty then, thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with your host, Rick Tittle. I am your eponymous one, coming to you from the downtown San Francisco studios of the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network USA. USA. Watch out for copycats. Sports Byline Red China. Sports Byline North Korea. And even the latest one, Sports Byline Moldova, former Soviet state. That ain't the real deal. You're with the McCoy right here. Girl! 1-800-878-7529. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket. It's all here under one roof. One, not just a roof, roof. Uh, Chris Steakhouse. one 800 878 7529. Well, we know who won the American League pennant. It's the Texas Rangers. Very impressive for them. And uh, once again, the Astros find themselves on the wrong side of a seven game playoff series where they had home field and they lost all four home games. That happened the World Series four years ago. It's the only two times this ever happened. They're perfecting that. And uh, also, uh, we have guests. When do we not have guests? We have Teresa Novotova for her new film, Night Siren. Karen Lyle, or it's going to be Patty Mangan today at 940 for salesporttalk.com. Author and filmmaker Rick Beyer will be back for Ghost Army. San Diego food writer Markle A. Gardner has a new book called Cali Baja Cuisine. Author Roland Lazenby for his new book about Magic Johnson. And Richard Sturban of the Oak Ridge Boys. Elvira, my heart's on fire. He'll join us uh, as well. That was actually a little piece from their album in 1986. All right, uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout out to our troops listening on American Forces. So come on back. 
Wendy's new breakfast two for $3 biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Uh, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two for $3 biggie bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. Hey, you. The one on the couch who just told your friend you can't go out because you're busy? Ready to get real about your psoriasis? When your current treatments don't do enough to help control the inflammation beneath the skin, causing plaques and pain, stressing and scratching, it's time to stop hiding and get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. We're going to start off with some open lines before we start diving into the entertainment world. As I said, I have uh, two filmmakers, three authors, all the King of the Britons, and uh, one of the Oak Ridge boys. Giddy up, ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. Giddy up. 
Giddy up. All right. <clears throat> we also, uh, I believe we have NBA opening night. The uh, Warriors game against the Suns, that's uh, for real tonight, correct? Yeah, that's what I thought. I sound like somebody's grandpa. Is that, is that, does that one count? It's like my brother will call up like week four in the NFL. Is it still preseason? No. I host his show, but no, I knew it was a regular game. Uh, so we need to get into my predictions as well. Uh, but uh, let's just start off with the thing that's freshest in my mind, and that is the Niners last night. Um, didn't look uh, didn't look good, and that's a two-game losing streak for a team that was just on fire, right? Were they not? I mean, they came out of the gates 5-0 and and crushed Dallas, and it seemed like, uh, wow, we really <clears> – <throat> this really might be the best team in the NFL – um, it's a long season. You know, there are still 10 more games, 10 more games. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Brock Purdy has been reliable uh, all year and the 49er defense has been reliable and they both let the Niners down last night. And, you know, you, you wouldn't think they had one of the best defenses in the NFL if you watched them against Minnesota on Monday Night Football. They got torched for 452 yards. And the big reason it happened is because Kirk Cousins had no pressure on him. He dropped back 45 times and was never sacked, not even once. He with Nick Bosa and all these guys. The defense just couldn't get off the field. The Vikings converted eight third downs. And as for Purdy, after playing impressive football for th- uh, three quarters, he melted down in the fourth quarter with, with two picks. It's the first time he's thrown two picks in a game, let alone the same quarter. And the the first one was like, what are you, what are you looking at? <clears throat> Looked like an Aiden O'Connell uh, interception. And the thing is, the Niners now have lost two straight, and things don't get any easier with a couple of tough AFC matchups, Cincinnati and Jacksonville, coming up. But for the Vikings, at 2-4, and four, you lose this game, another NFC lost, and that'll, that'll be a wrap. You're done. And Kirk Cousins, his second pass of the game was intercepted. <laughs> it just looked like, yeah, we knew this would happen. But he carved up the 49ers defense. And this rookie, Jordan Addison, who caught two touchdown passes, the most impressive one was when Ward intercepted it and he pulled it out of his hands. And I keep thinking that's Jimmy Ward. No, that's Traverius Ward. I just see the single digit in Ward, and I think, no, no, that's a different guy. Um, But then the Vikings' defense was pretty impressive. It Kept Purdy on the run most of the game, and it was two picks I talked about by the same guy. And that's the thing. If you're the Raiders and you're three and four, you feel putrid. But if you're the Vikings and you feel three and four, you're like, oh, I, I think we might actually have something going on here. I think this, I think this isn't half bad. <laughs> what it is. What it is, girl. And <clears throat> so... um you can say something really dumb like Dan Campbell saying this was good for us after the Lions got trounced by Baltimore 38-6. to 
you, you don't say stupid stuff like that. You know, we really need, we really needed this now. You really, you needed that? I thought you needed a win. So if they're trying to put a positive spin on the proceedings, I get it. Just, they're trying to do that. Um, but, you know, CMC, as they call them, and all I think of when I hear that is Commandant Marine Corps, because if you come from a Navy family like me, that's what CMC means. Um, it's sort of like LT means Lawrence Taylor. Doesn't mean a San Diego running back at a TCU. But McCaffrey, 15 carries, 45 yards, and we we knew he wasn't 100%. It's also, uh, it's hard enough to watch a team I care about like the Raiders, you know, because it's just so frustrating and it's just all commercials and the commercials are insufferable. Everyone has tattooed faces and pierced butt cheeks together. It's just, uh, I'm going to yell at a cloud. I'm going to tell you to get off my lawn. But then when you're watching two teams you don't care about, every first down, the guy had to celebrate and point and nod and say, you know, let's effing go. Like, look at me. People celebrate, and this was on the Niners and the Vikings, and it happens on every team, even guys like Kittle who are good. You get a first down, and it's like you got a touchdown. You know, the very least you're going to do is you're going to stand up and you're going to point, ooh, ooh, I got a first down, baby. And that's just this generation that has, you know, it's not a personal thing against these guys. It's just what's, what's what they do in the NFL now. No one tackles. They dive. They try to bump into you really hard. Believe me, when I was 14 and I started playing high school football, I would have loved it if that was the case. You know what? Just bump into the guy. <laughs> like, all right, you mean I don't have to form tackle and get run over and get a knee in my chin and get punched in the face and get stepped on and you know, get concussions every day at practice. I would love to just bump into somebody. That would be good. But, you know, McCaffrey, he very active in the passing game, and he had a really nice long 35-yarder there as well. But, you know, the the Niners have to um, just regroup. They don't need to go to the drawing board or anything, but, you know, um, you can't really call it a road trip like you do in baseball, but they went to Cleveland and they went to Minnesota and they came back with nothing. Uh, at 5-2, and two, they're fine. You know, they're still one of the better teams, but it's also, you know, what have you done for me lately? Who's hot? Who's not? And it's like I was just saying about uh, the Vikings are like, ooh, we're 3-4, and four, all right. And the Niners are like, oh, damn, we're 5-2. and two. It just happens like what you're doing now. So you look around the league, who are the best teams? Five and two is the best record in the AFC. Miami in the east, Baltimore in the north, Jacksonville in the south. I think the best team in the AFC is Baltimore, honestly. Uh, if they played Miami, that'd be a coin flip, but I would have to go for Baltimore. And, uh, well, there's Kansas City. I just I always forget about Kansas City. How can I? They're six and one. They're the best team. It's because I hate them so much. <laughs> All right, Kansas City's the best team. He's like, well, Philadelphia is six and one. I'm like, nah, I think Kansas City would beat Philadelphia. 
Detroit is five and two, but they're not feeling very good after getting trounced. Um, and the Niners now have a uh, just a half game lead over Seattle in the uh, the West. And so you look at what is the most putrid division in football, and you might have to say the South and the AF and the NFC with Atlanta and Tampa, NOLA and, and Carolina. And Carolina is bringing up your six at 0-6. All right, I'm Rick Tuttle. We'll come on back. We'll get into our guests right here on Byline. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 
That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, Right now, it is our pleasure to go live to Praha. That's right. Prague. There's a brand new picture called Night Siren, which is coming out today on digital platforms from Breaking Glass Pictures. And uh, we are quite pleased now to be joined by the director and co-writer Teresa Novotona, Novotova, sorry about that, Teresa. Um, First of all, um, tell us a little bit more. You're Slovakian originally, is that right? Yes, yes, I'm Slovakian. So for you, are you more like Brno or Praha, which is your town? (laughs) Praha, definitely Praha. That's where (laughs) I live for past almost 20 years, yeah. So now it's no longer the Czech Republic. They say like, Czechia. Oh yeah, we we hate it. It's <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> what happened with that? I don't know. Honestly, I didn't quite understand why this happened. I think it's because some uh, people, like uh, maybe Americans, don't like uh, complicated names. So I don't know. I don't think that was this was Americans. I was just maybe. I don't know where it come from, but all of, of a sudden there was like, okay, now we're Czechia, but we still call ourselves Czech Republic, definitely. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, Night Siren is uh, done very has done very very well at uh, some uh, film festivals. Could you tell us a little bit about the plot, please? Oh yeah, so uh, the movie uh, is set in this village in the middle of nowhere almost. It's in the mountains in Slovakia, very rural place. And it's also the place where our main character, Charlotte, is coming back. Uh, And, you know, she ran away when she was a little child. Uh, And now as a grown woman, 30-year-old, uh, she comes back because she gets this letter from the mayor to sort out her mother's inheritance. But there is a lot of trauma she's bringing back, too, because there is a trauma. That's why she ran. And now all these dark doors are opening and the villagers are, you know, don't really think well about her. And, uh, yeah, so I, I don't want to say too much, but it definitely has to do with witches because people in this town are very superstitious and it also has to do with just being a woman what that means in this ultra conservative society and how can you fight for your own freedom if you just don't want to have the life you are pre-ordered to have it's very interesting and and if you could tell us a little bit about like you know in america when we think we have we have a lot of forests and and woods here 
and mm-hmm. we, we think about the spooky things that go on. But in Europe, and especially Eastern Europe and the old country, Americans try to think of like, you know, Transylvania and, you know, there's just, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's vampires. Like, what are, what are some of the spooky things about the woods back there? Well, I do have a cabin in the woods that my, my <laughs> like actual one, not just imaginary. My dad and his friends, when he was young, they bought this like 100-year-old house without mm. electricity or running water. And there's a lot of bears, like I mean brown bears, like big, you know, animals and wolves and around. I actually met a wolf there. And so, yeah, so I know the woods and actually we shot this movie very close to this place. So, yeah, it is it is very spooky to be there. But for me, the fear comes from inside. Like when you are afraid in these dark woods, you realize at some point that all this fear, all these things is in your own head. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what is creating it. Unless you actually meet the bear or the wolf. (laughs) And also like. (laughs) To be honest, what I'm mostly scared of when I'm there in this cabin, which is like you have to go up the hill for like an hour, just walk because you cannot, uh, you know, it's not uh, you cannot go through the car. So uh, I'm scared of usually the people the most. <laughs> I'm Seriously, because this is in the middle of nowhere and people are most scariest animals because most of the animals doesn't want to meet you. They just trying to avoid you and, mm-hmm. you know. But the people sometimes do want to meet you and you don't know who are these people and you're in the middle of nowhere. There's not much cell signal. So, <laughs> so yeah. So I think this movie is talking a lot about this fear of actually what's in your own head and then the fear of people because we can be pretty huge monsters to each other. So you're saying that in the Czech Republic there are lots of hillbillies as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I mean... Also, like, we are dealing with a lot of folklore because I yeah. guess that's also uh, very well known that our countries are, like, still very connected. We'll still do a lot of folklore traditions. Even we don't know why why we are doing it and what do they mean, but we still do them. <laughs> it's, right. I know it's kind of crazy. And, yeah, and then when you start, like looking at them from a different angle and realizing like these folklore traditions are here to kind of just to make the status quo even more acceptable for people Uh, status quo now i mean like the men supposed to be like this the women belongs to their you know all of this kind of very old-fashioned conservative stuff this was something also that was inspiring for me like there are traditions that are you know freeing but also many many traditions are just there to to tell you like who where you're supposed to be <laughs> and and that's not definitely good message for women right well your your mom uh, anna is a very famous actress your dad is a director you were you know kind of born into it it's in, it's in your blood is this something that at a very young age you said, hey, I want to get involved in the industry? And, and did they say, no, don't do it. It's cutthroat. Or did they support you the whole way through? Well, I don't think we like discussed this a lot. I, I grew up in a the theater because they, they work the most in a the theater. Like film industry started to take off much later, like maybe early aughts. In 90s, we still had, like, maybe Slovakia was making 
you know, one or two movies a year. So very nothing. Uh, and so for me, I, I started with doing documentaries uh, and I, and I did some docs for HBO and stuff. And then I had a topic for my first feature, which, which was like, okay, I don't want to make this as a documentary. I, I, I want the audience to not look at the character or pity the character, but be the character. And that's when I started to do fiction, basically. And with my parents, they were always supportive. And I think what they gave me without even knowing that they are uh, giving me this uh, was just, you know, like seeing the world through narration, through stories, through characters, like just because they were always living some sort of story and characters in a theater, it was for me very natural to just go with it, but maybe in a little different form, which is a movie and not the theater. Very interesting. And then also I think about, cause you know, we, we grew up saying Czechoslovakia and when it split into Slovakia, the, like the soccer teams, like I think about, you know, Martin Skirtle from, from Liverpool, he was the captain of the Slovakian mm-hmm. team. Is there a lot of, um, because a lot of times when two countries sort of separate, even though they're, you know, family, it can get a little bit fractious. Mm-hmm. Are you guys sort of like best of friends, kind of like the USA and Canada? Yeah. Yes, we're best of friends, even more, I would say, because we're so small. You in Canada are big, but we are like, we know we need each other. And you can see it very much in film industry because you cannot finance the movie just from one country. You always need friends and you always need some other state funds to, to go with your idea. So most of the movies that we're doing is always like some sort of Czechoslovak production. So... Like when I'm shooting, I'm always having Czech and Slovak team and usually even more international. Now I'm going to shoot a movie with Czech, Slovak and Polish co-production. So there's people from all of these three countries. So, yeah, I think, you know, I have a Czechoslovak family, too. I think a lot of people do still. So we don't we still think of uh, Czechoslovakia as, you know, we are two countries and, you know, with two governments and everything but in terms of society and relationships we are still one i would say very good everyone should uh, check out this movie it has won a lot of awards and as you heard it's got a really strong feminist bent to it as well it is called night siren we've been speaking with director and co-writer Teresa novtova and i'll say uh, <laughs> I, I love your struggle <laughs> novotova <laughs> no, yeah novotova yeah. novotova i i usually take great pride in being able to say this stuff novotova gotcha yeah, so i'll, I'll say hard. uh how about uh Diekuyu? oh that's nice all right let's, end, let's end with yeah, that yeah. one <laughs> all right thank you so much <laughs> Teresa. thank you all yeah, right uh you. all right good stuff night siren novotova 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 God, stupid. All right, uh, let's do. Let's get out on the water with a little salesportstalk.com uh, as we always do at 940 on Tuesdays. Come on back on Sports Island.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. The 92nd Oscars announced that The Maiden and Apollo 11 lead the Oscar documentary feature shortlist. Congratulations to film director Alex Holmes and Tracy Edwards. This film has now received five wins and eight nominations from around the world. Here is an excerpt from our interview with film director Alex Holmes when he was in our studio with Tracy Edwards on Salesport Talk at Sports Byline on June 25th, 2019. Guest is Alex Holmes, director of uh, Maiden. We talked about this uh, movie, which has been uh, an official selection at many prestigious uh, film festivals. And uh, Alex, before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a a British uh, uh, filmmaker, uh, uh, producer and director, and I uh, started out life as a documentary maker, uh, spent a long time making drama and worked, uh, made a miniseries and things like that for HBO, but then found my way back to documentaries, which are my first love, and uh, I'm very pleased to be here with this this film because this has been uh, an absolute labor of love. It's a a great story. It's an inspiring tale, Um, and uh, the character at the heart of it, Tracy Edwards, is a remarkable woman who the world needs to meet. And uh, from where in the UK do you hail? Originally, I was born and uh, brought up in the on the Welsh borders, a uh, very remote part, uh, mm-hmm. pretty landlocked, I have to say, for, for any sailors <laughs> listening. Um, but uh, now I live and work in southwest London. Okay. Yes, uh, I remember going to Chester. It said the gateway to northern Wales. <laughs> but you were like way in there. I, I'm, I'm even remoter and souther than that. So. Very good. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey that you had collecting material for this documentary? Well, it, it started actually when Tracy came to speak at my daughter's elementary school. Hmm. Uh, she was uh, just 11 years old and about to move on to, to big school. It was an exciting evening. Um, but that year, the school had mixed it up and got a guest speaker to come and say some words to the, to the children. And I knew from the moment Tracy started speaking that she was a remarkable character. She has great energy and drive. And as she started to tell her story about how she'd had this dream about sailing around the world and that she was determined to pursue it, but that everybody had tried to stop her and tell her that they couldn't, shouldn't, wouldn't do this, uh, she had just never given up and never taken no for an answer. And I just could see a film unfolding in front of my eyes. I I have to admit that my first uh, instinct was that this would have to be a dramatic film because all this stuff happened, you know, at sea a long way from a long way from land in the in the salt water and the damp, uh, and this was in the era before iPhones when it was difficult to to capture that sort of stuff. So um, uh, I had imagined it would be with a- actors, uh, you know, and a, with writer scripts, and and it would be exciting. And then it was only later that Tracy told me they'd actually had cameras on board the whole way around, mm. uh, and that was a, a great moment for me because my first love is documentary, uh, and so the opportunity to tell uh, this story in that form was was a gift really. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. I'm highly confused right now. That was a commercial that was an interview with me in it, so that was not live. I have no idea what that just was for the last three minutes. All right, welcome back to live Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. It is 940, and we are here, as always, with our friends at salesporttalk.com, Patty Mangan, joins us once again, and uh, Heather Thomas. They are on the second leg of the Ocean Globe Ray, circumnavigating the world. And uh, you guys are both in Cape Town right now. Is that right? No. <laughs> Heather's in Cape Town. Hi, Heather. Yeah, I'm in Cape Town. Oh, yeah, I'm in Cape Town right now. 
Oh, okay. It says they are in Cape Town, so that's wrong. Ke- Heather is in Cape Maiden. Town. Okay. Maiden is in Cape Town okay. as a boat, yeah, as a crew. We're all in Cape Town. Okay, so uh, first of all, give us a little South African flavor. What's it like down there right now? Um, it's really lovely at the moment. It's just coming into spring, so it's um, beautiful weather. Uh, we had a bit of spicy weather coming into Cape Town. We had like uh, 30 knots, so quite a strong, um, strong winds upwind, which was a bit fruity um, to come into Cape Town. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's nice. I've seen it as high as 43 uh, recorded as being during your your uh, last few hours. Yeah, of- yeah, it kind of did gust up to. Probably yeah, forty three was the max. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, so when it's, Rick, when it's right at the end. It's all right. So Rick, you know, um, we've had we've interviewed Tracy before with the maiden when she um, she did the first voyage, and this particular race race, the Ocean Globe race, is what's called a retro crew race, um, and which is really quite fascinating and interesting in terms of all the boats were built before nineteen eighty eight. And um, and many of the boats participated in earlier uh, what was the, called the Whitbread and then the Volvo race, um, including the Maiden. So this is yeah. pretty. This is pretty amazing, Heather, to be on that boat and racing again. I yeah, thought- it's it's very cool to go back to basics, um, back to like the early sailors, the early racers, um, and use celestial navigation and use all of the traditional ways of finding weather forecasts and. So it's it's a very much a challenge uh, that's different from the modern sailing races that you have. There's no tech at all. Yeah, we're not even allowed digital music or phones, so we have cassette players on board. So that's how we <laughs> we're entertaining ourselves with um, with cassette play. <laughs> Can you tell us about the uh, the route? What where are you starting and where are you finishing? So we started in Southampton um, in September, and we are now in Cape Town. We're, the next stop is Auckland in New Zealand, and then Punta del Este, Uruguay. Um, and then we'll be back in Southampton to end the race. Yeah, so it's um, only four stops total. Um, so we'll be rounding the Cape of Good Hope in the next leg and rounding Cape Horn in the leg after that. Um, which yeah, which a, a bit of it's interesting. A lot of races nowadays don't don't go through the Cape Horn. So when I watched the animation of the race on the website, I was like, "Wait a minute, that's it? You're gonna pull off that length of race each time over typically forty days, and and then be back?" I was like, "Wow, um, I don't is this." typical because I'm I'm kind of thinking wow this is really eliminating a stop or two yeah it's um it's definitely very much long legs uh, a lot of us haven't done such long crossings before mm-hmm. um but yeah it is what it is it's it's an endurance race and it's um, definitely interesting has there been any mutinous pushback or is everyone getting along I hate to use the word swimmingly um, no, we're a pretty harmonious crew on board. Um, we're all here because we love to sail and we're, we're all here because we want to race and we want to be competitive and we believe in the, the project and um, the goal of the project. So it's it's all pretty harmonious. Yeah, no gossip there, unfortunately. It's an all-female crew 
Um, yes, that's correct. As it was back in the day. And then yeah. you're also got a program, the main factor, every, you are, do you have time to do the educational aspect of the program? Is that right? Yeah, so in this stop here, we've got um, some charities that are going to be coming and visiting the boat um, and bringing some young girls from the communities around uh, the Cape Town area um, to visit the boat and hear the story. And then they can take that back to their communities as well, which is pretty awesome. And then in addition to that, we're also fundraising. So we'll be fundraising the whole way around. Um, I believe the last leg we were fundraising for the elimination of forced marriages. I'm not sure on the next one, but, um, you know, look at the social media and we'll we'll let you know. Um, and, yeah, so we're really our goal is to fundraise to um, get as many girls into education as possible. There's still 120 million girls around the world that don't have access to education, which is something that we're really passionate about trying to bridge that gap, that um, the gender inequality gap. But also whilst racing and doing something really cool and awesome that we love to do. That's very noble. We're speaking with Heather Thomas, captain of the Maiden, which is part of the second leg uh, right now, the Ocean Globe Race, circumnavigating the world, going from Southampton in uh, Hampshire there in England all the way around the world. Uh, Can you tell us about any perilous moments? I mean, I think about uh, ocean cruises of the, the past. They didn't know about scurvy and they didn't know about longitude and some other things, but... Other than that, are you guys still bare bones? And do you have you had a couple of uh, iffy moments? Yeah, for sure. With any long passage, you're going to have um, some issues along the way. Uh, we personally had a few issues with our mainsail. At one point, we had to, um, in the middle of around about 25 knots and a big sea state, take the entire mainsail off, bring it down below, fix it by hand and put it back on, which was uh, quite a process. But um, the girls did an amazing job. At we managed to get the sail back on within within 24 hours, which I think is pretty impressive. And it's just those little things like that, which um, is really good training for the next two legs are going to be in the Southern Ocean. So it's going to be huge sea states, a lot more wind, um, and you know there's a lot more danger involved in that. So we we I think definitely had a good training leg in the last leg. Um, we still came second in our class and third overall yeah so we are impressed with that and hopefully we can beat that the next leg the flyer class involves all boats that have been uh that have raced this particular race before it's fascinating uh all the listeners should really go look at the og ogr uh, website and and read it up your competitors had problems and had to fall back somebody saved another like a guy in a canoe or something way out 90 miles off the coast. It's, it's very dramatic. And yeah. the other thing I want to bring up is that there are two movies that would really, uh, that the listeners would enjoy. The, uh, was The Maiden um, with Tracy Edwards, uh, her first race around the world and the legs that she won. And then The Weekend Sailor with Ramon um, Carlin, who was a Mexican um, entry in the uh, uh race and uh, their their unbelievable story and that film if you haven't seen it heather you should see it i haven't no it's really it's really entertaining i took my father to it and i had no idea how good it was going to be and i i kept turning and looking at him and going can you believe this film (laughs) so i 
highly recommend both those films. Um, you yourself raced in the Clipper race. Yes, and I so did, did yeah. Um, yeah. We love the Clipper race. We completely uh, have covered it over the years as, as, as we are following all the racing going on. Um, and what can you share about the Clipper race? Yeah, so I was 19 when I did the Clipper race. Wow. So I was the nipper of the crew. Uh -huh. um, I got a bursary from the Andrew Simpson Sailing Foundation um, to do it back back then in 2016, I think. It's a while back. Um, and I was very lucky to have Wendy Tuck as my skipper, um, who was a huge mentor for me and really, yeah. really inspired me to continue into more ocean sailing and more ocean racing. Um, I think that was such... I think I, I really matured over that that experience um, and I can kind of see similarities with some of the younger members of the crew and, and what they're going through in, in this experience and how life-changing that will be for them. Um, so it's something quite beautiful to see. It's like a full circle. Uh -huh. <laughs> if, you, yeah. if, if you could take one little creature comfort from home or a all that you really miss right now out on this ship, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. I um, I've lived on boats for the last eight years, so um, I kind of just love being on boats, and I don't really have any. I mean, I guess showers. <laughs> when we're at sea, we don't have a shower, which is you don't really think about it most of the time. But it is quite nice when you get into port to to be able to shower. Um, and I think just peace and quiet on a boat. You've got. Well, we've got 12 crew and it's quite a crammed with only 58 feet. So you're never really on your own. So I think when you get to land, it's nice to have a little bit of peace and quiet and um, just reflect on the, the journey you've been through and the, all of the memories you've made along the way. Well, we wish you the best in this race, you know, safety, speed, fun. Yeah. <laughs> a little handle the drama, but uh, keep it low. <laughs> Um, yeah. is there anything else that you would like to share? No, just thank you very much for having me on the, on the show. And, um, thank you for your support and all of the listeners support out there. And uh, if you have a chance to check out the website at the OGR website or the maiden website, then you can learn a little bit more about what we do. Um, and we're on obviously all the social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as well, I believe. Yeah. It's an exciting race. All yeah, right. yeah, it's going to be exciting in the next the next year. It's going to be pretty exciting for all of us. Yeah, yeah. That's Captain Heather Thomas joining us from Cape Town, South Africa, on the Maiden in the Ocean Globe race, and find out more about all this and those links at sailsporttalk.com. Heather, thank you so much, and uh, good luck. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, and uh, Patty, good having you on again, and we'll see you next week. Fair winds. Thanks. Oh, all right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I don't even recognize myself anymore. 
I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, a little bit more there. I've uh, switched into a different uh, studio. A little more there. There we go. Thank you very much. Uh, No one cares. You know, yesterday we got a call from Vince talking about how Mark Edward Vlasic's contract is the worst in hockey because he still has 
most of the seven million to make this year. He has seven million the year after that. He has seven million the year after that. They can't even buy him out until the end of the season, even if they wanted to. He was benched in the game recently against the Preds. The coach called him out publicly, saying he needs more. He needs more. Uh, it's a uh, <clears throat> it's a sad situation. But I revisit this because there's a guy on um, Twitter who's this hockey nut, Jay Fresh Hockey, and he has this um, formula by which – now, this is just metrics, but I thought on the back of what we talked about yesterday I'd bring it up. He has this formula by which uh, he judges people's performance in the game. And it's a bunch of different standards and stats – but the five worst performances in a single game so far, three of them have been Sharks. One was Matthew Benning at a minus 391. Luke Kunin also a minus 391. But the worst performance <laughs> yet was Mark Edward Vlasic's last game with a minus 707, and the guy actually apologized. He said, I really hate posting this, but this one is exceptional. Now, I don't need some kind of newfangled stat to see who stinks. It's still a team sport. You can still play the worst defensive hockey of your life and be bailed out by your keeper. It's just true that the goalie can make any defense look good, Uh, And then a bad goalie can make a good defense look bad as well. But I just thought it was funny. It was like more than double anybody else's bad game the entire season uh, so far. But also everybody can have a bad game. It's just too bad. And Pickles, as he's known, uh, who's been on the show before, he's he's a good guy. He's an Olympic gold medalist. He was on Team Canada. He's Quebecois, but, of course, played for Team Canada in the Olympics. That was that great team when Canada beat USA in the final when Sid the Kid threw it at Ryan Miller and it went through the five-hole. But so many gold medalists on that team, and then Joe Pavelski with a silver. Took a pretty cool picture um, after that Olympic Games. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got two more hours. Come on back on Sports Pilot. News. I'm Corey Myers. Senator Ted Cruz is proposing conditions for federal aid allocated to public schools for broadband access. Under his proposal, schools would need to implement restrictions on accessing social media platforms in order to be eligible for the federal funding. Additionally, Cruz's bill would establish guidelines to regulate the amount of screen time assigned to students as part of their academic coursework. In a statement, the Texas Republican characterized social media as addictive and distracting, expressing concerns about its potential to be misused or harmful to children. I'm John Schaefer. 
Two more hostages have been released by the Palestinian terrorist group Hamas. Hamas claiming it released the hostages yesterday on humanitarian grounds, but they did not release the more than 200 people still being held hostage. The group has said that they would murder the hostages on live TV. The released hostages were identified as two elderly Israeli women. According to National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, U.S. forces will be strategically positioned in the Middle East due to concerns that the conflict between Israel and Hamas might escalate into a broader conflict. We know Iran continues to support Hamas and Hezbollah, then in some cases actively facilitating these attacks and spurring on others who may want to exploit the conflict for their own good. Kirby noted an increase in rocket and drone attacks by Iranian-backed proxy groups targeting military bases housing U.S. personnel in Iraq and Syria. President Biden awarded the National Medal of Science and National Medal of Technology and Innovation today. That happened in the East Room this morning. Tonight at 6, Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and his partner Jody Hayden will meet with the President and First Lady in the South Portico part of the White House. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. For the first time since 2011, the Texas Rangers are advancing to the World Series. Texas beating the Houston Astros 11-4 last night in Game 7 of the American League Championship Series. Gymnastics icon Mary Lou Retton is back home recovering after a severe case of pneumonia. The five-time Olympic gold medalist, the five-time Olympic medalist, has been in intensive care fighting for her life. Her daughter, McKenna Lane Kelly, announced yesterday that Retton is doing much better but has a long road ahead. The family raising more than $450,000 in a crowdfunding campaign to pay for her hospital bill. Retton was the first American woman to win an individual Olympic gymnastics medal back in 1984. This year, Halloween candy prices have surged by 13%, as reported by both the U.S. Bureau of Labor and a supply chain expert from UCLA. That increase in cost can be attributed to the elevated expenses of ingredients and labor. Consequently, the average American household is projected to allocate around $35 for candy this year, a rise from the previous year's $30 expenditure. And whether you love it or hate it, last year the Brock's company made $88.5 million on candy corn alone. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. 
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to this show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. We're here for you. I'm here for you in the back studio. Getting ready to get into uh, hour two. And we will have uh, author, filmmaker Rick Beyer from the Ghost Army. He's coming up next. San Diego food writer Michael A. Gardiner. And uh, author Roland Lazenby. Wasn't he James Bond? No, that was the Australian guy. Um, that he uh, has written a book about Magic Johnson. Yeah, that's right. You might have heard of him. Basketball player. Um, also, uh, you know, Dusty Baker, who has been retired before, now that he won the World Series last year and lost again, the first thing people wanted to ask the guy, he's 74 years old, if maybe he was going to retire. <clears throat> he said, I don't know. I haven't had time to evaluate or think about my future because I'm down the list as far as, like, I'm not that kind of dude. I don't want to steal the spotlight or anything from these guys. You got to savor what we did. You got to think about how we can get better. And then I'll evaluate the situation in my life, so we'll see. So he just completed his 26th season as a major league manager. I worked on TV the first game he ever managed. It was with the Giants. And I remember he walked out and his hitting coach, Bobby Bonds, late by Bonds, shook his hand. It's just funny to see that. But this is a guy that uh, has won three pennants. He's a three-time manager of the year. His wins are seventh all-time. Giants, Cubs, Reds, Nats, 
and uh, was retired for three years and then came back to save the uh, the Astros. Of course, was a very good player and played 19 seasons. Remember, he was on deck with the Braves when Hank Aaron hit that homer off Al Downing for 715. Dodgers, Giants, and A's. He also apparently invented the high five. They're giving him credit. Why not take it? It's a worldwide phenomenon. All right, uh, we'll see what Dusty does. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back with Rick Beyer from Ghost Army on the other side. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed a bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline. At prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Your small business is always top of mind. Well, top of your mind. To get it to the top of other people's minds, you need to get your name out front, which is where Staples Print and Marketing Services can put it. A yard sign over there, brochures right here, a banner up there. In fact, your business's message could appear anywhere. And right now at Staples, get $100 off your print purchase of $250 or more. Make a splash with your small business print and marketing materials at Staples. Ends 11-4. Visit staples.com slash print for details. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, 
Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel Nine. Check out Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show, Rick Tittle, with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Speaking of that, it's our pleasure to welcome back to the show author and filmmaker Rick Beyer. He is an award-winning documentary filmmaker, a best-selling author. He wrote The Greatest Story is Never Told. He's produced films for PBS, The History Channel, Nat Geo, Smithsonian as well. But we're here to talk once again about the Ghost Army of World War II, how one top-secret unit deceived the enemy with inflatable tanks, sound effects, and other audacious fakery, which he has co-written with Elizabeth Sales. Uh, Welcome back to the uh, show, Rick. And I think a lot of people... Um, don't know about this ghost army. I'm a big war history buff, so I, I I knew about it. But when you took a deep dive on it, what were some of the most fascinating things you found about that? Well, Rick, first of all, great to be back and chatting with you again. And uh, I first came across this story 19 years ago, and I thought I was well-read in World War II, and I didn't know anything about it. And I started meeting veterans of the unit and interviewing them. And, you know, discovering the story of this amazing deception unit that used inflatable tanks and sound effects and radio trickery and uh, impersonation to fool the Germans on the battlefields of Europe. And so um, I I was pretty amazed by that. And I think I was especially amazed by, um, you know, they, people kind of know about the inflatables and the, the sound effects and the radio but the fourth dimension of uh, deception they used, which was special effects, which involved putting on fake you know, patches on their uniforms, fake markings on their vehicles, dressing people up as generals uh, and sending them out on inspection tours on the front line. I mean, it's some crazy stuff that's involved in trying to fool the enemy. And, and they carried out 24 different deceptions on the battlefields of Europe during you know, starting after D-Day and ending uh, a few weeks before the end of the war. We know about, you know, the Germans thought for sure they're coming to Calais and it's going to be Patton. And so, you know, like, well, let's, let's you know, beef that up. Let's keep Patton back here in England, much to his chagrin, and let's get all these inflatable tanks. I think most of us know that story. What about, you know, after D-Day? What did they do once they got on the continent? Right. So the idea of forming this unit was to give yourself every advantage once you're fighting on the continent. So uh, the 1,100 American soldiers in this unit landed in France in late June and and early July. Uh, And what they would do is carry out battlefield deception. So let's say that we're going to be moving the 2nd Division to the north. Well, they're going to make it look like, sound like, and make the radio transmissions all make it seem like the 2nd Division is moving to the south, so that the idea would be that the Germans would move their troops to the south to meet the threat of the 2nd Division, and then the 2nd Division could move in someplace uh, where they weren't expecting them, which would then save lives and, and give them a greater chance of success in their attacking. Uh, and so these are, are multimedia deceptions that are carried out. You know, you've got all sorts of different ways of fooling the enemy. You know they're not going to hear or see all of them, but you hope that they can put together from the pieces that they catch the fake story that you're trying to convince them of. And, yeah, I think that this was something that was put together to basically uh, give us, you know, a little extra advantage because we knew we were going up against the the Nazis and that they had a, a darn good army and that we needed every every possible advantage in order to be able to beat them. 
What would be your favorite deception, maybe the most clever or audacious one? Uh, you know, I think that uh, one of my favorite stories is an operation that took place in September 1944 called Operation Bettenberg. And so General Patton has, uh, has broken out across France. He's gotten almost to the German border along the Moselle River. Uh, and he's attacking the city of Metz, which is a French city there on the German border. But he's somehow, uh, because he's putting all his troops into Metz, a, a gap has opened to his north. It's about 25 miles, and there's nobody guarding that. So it gives the Germans a perfect opportunity, if they figure it out, to be able to get behind Patton and cut him off. So Ghost Army to the rescue. These unit, this unit is sent in to impersonate the 6th Armored Division, make it seem as if the 6th Armored Division is moving in with all their tanks and might. And the thing is, Rick, that this was supposed to be a three-day deception. Get in, then the real troops will come, we'll get out. But the real troops weren't available. They couldn't get them there in time. So it goes from three to four to five to six to seven to eight days long that they're trying to fool the Germans. And every day, more and more convinced that the Germans are going to figure it out. Uh, and so this deception used all of the methods of, of, uh, of deception that I've talked about, including uh, they had officers, an officer, a major who dressed up as the general commanding the 6th Armored Division, and they sent him up and down the front lines doing an inspection tour, you know, with a jeep full of guys with Tommy guns and, and all the markings of a major general. And one of the officers who was with him said his only fear during this deception was that they were going to run into some other general uh, 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 up there uh, as, they're, as they're patrolling around, and that then they're going to have a little trouble explaining themselves to that guy. But they carried that off, and to me that is one of their most spectacular deceptions because of the stakes involved and because you never hear about it. Now we hear about Patton going across France and attacking the Germans, but here it goes to Army to the rescue, and it's something that we just doesn't make it into most of the history books. I saw on your uh, Twitter a few months ago that one of the members there, Bernie, his 100th birthday. How cool is it that you can actually sit down and actually speak to somebody who was there? Oh, it is. it has been one of the highlights of my life to talk to the veterans of this unit. And I, I started doing that uh, 19 years ago when they were <laughs> relatively young, right? They were, they were in their late 70s, early 80s. Now there's eight surviving guys left. Uh, five of them are over 100. Uh, and, um, you know, and it, it's great to be able to kind of hear these stories and learn about it firsthand. And I, as I, I say to audiences all the time, you know, it's been, it's been my honor to hear about this firsthand. And now it's my pleasure to be able to share what these guys have told me. And that's kind of the purpose of this book. And and the purpose of the the new part of the book, the additional chapter we've added, which is to make sure that we are really sharing all the information that we have about this unit. I have a shirt with the uh, the logo, the ghost with the little lightning bolts, but that's not a patch that they actually wore. That was kind of like a just kind of a fun secret patch, right? Well, you know, so that image with the little patch with the ghost and the lightning bolt turns up on the cover of their official history. Uh, which was a document that was classified for 50-plus years in the uh, National Archives. It was certainly designed by somebody in the unit, but they never wore that uh, as a patch because, of course, they are impersonating people from other units. So they are wearing 
6th Armored Division patches or 75th Infantry Division patches or 1st Division patches. Uh, and um, one of the guys said that, that his shirts started getting wrecked because in those days they weren't Velcro. Velcro hadn't been invented yet. So they're sewing these patches on, and then they got to take them off and then sew another one on for the next reception and then take it off. Um, and so that ghost is a great reminder. I've, I've got pins that I've made up with that on it and, and give them out to people. And, and But it is not something that they wore on their uniforms. It's called The Ghost Army of World War II, How One Top Secret Unit Deceived the Enemy with Inflatable Tanks, Sound Effects, and Other Audacious Fakery. And the new edition is out from Princeton Architectural Press. We've been speaking with the co-author Rick Beyer. Always great stuff and uh, fascinating stuff. And uh, thanks for coming on. Let's do it again soon. Thanks so much. I'd love to come back sometime. All right. I'm Rick Tittle, and uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back, and we'll talk a little spicy food. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. 
Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 943 Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show San Diego-based chef Michael A. Gardiner. He has a book available from Rizzoli Press called Modern Kosher Global Flavors new traditions, but we want to talk about the new one, Cali Baja Cuisine, Tijuana Tacos, Ensenada, Aguachiles, San Diego, Cali Burritos, and more. Michael, welcome to the show. When I think of San Diego, I remember in the 80s when my brother went to San Diego State, that was the first time I saw Rubio's in a deep fried fish taco, which is so ubiquitous now, but I kind of think, did, did San Diego invent a fish taco? No, definitely not in my opinion. Um, it's actually, I tell a story in the book um, about how I uh, believe that it came to be, namely down in Ensenada. Um, and there were a bunch of um, uh, you know, street vendors in Ensenada then, as there are now. Um, but back then there were uh, Japanese fishing boats um, offshore and they would come in and dock and provision um, and uh, the, the Ensenada street vendors got the bright idea to essentially give the Japanese fishermen what they already liked, namely battered, uh, something battered like tempura. Um, uh, and thus the, uh, the fish taco was born and it really took off. But um, you're not all wrong because the bottom line is what's made the fish taco famous um, uh, is not those Japanese fishermen, not those um, Ensenada street vendors. It's um, <laughs> it's uh, Rubio's and guys like Rubio. Um, I, I've actually interviewed Ralph Rubio, and he's a, he's a great guy. He's a fun interview, um, and uh, you know he, he'll tell you very um, uh, you know, very straight up that uh, he didn't invent it. He just found it uh, down in Baja. Great knowledge. We also hear, too, and I've, I've been to Mexico a few times. I'm sure you have more than I have. We always hear, well, you know, the food that we eat here, they don't eat in Mexico. And I'm like, well, that's not true. They go, well, the burrito, the little donkey, they, they don't even have burritos in Mexico. How, how overblown or how correct is all that? Um, there's a lot of 
truth to it and it is a little bit overblown. Um, there are burritos down in Mexico, but, um, you know, our, our burritos that are basically the size of a wrestler's forearm, um, <laughs> are unknown in, uh, in Mexico. The burritos, um, in, in fact, what, what, I say that, but there are things kind of like that, mostly, uh, you know, marketing to Americans, um, but they're called burros. Um, the burritos down there are really small. They're thin. They're you know uh, you know a couple uh, maybe an inch and a half, uh, two inches long, maybe um, half an half an inch wide, um, and you know they're, they're a lot more human scaled. <laughs> so they're there. It's just not exactly what we'd recognize as them. I remember being in uh, Brighton in England a few years ago, Mm -hmm. and there was a restaurant called Authentic California Burritos. And, of course, it was the antithesis of that. It was disgusting. Right. Yeah, they just load. It's like when they can make sausages and hot dogs on the continent. For some reason, as Greg Poop calls it, the flavor embargo at the English Channel. So uh, that's England. For, for, For us, what do we... What do we get wrong? And then maybe serendipitously, what do we get wrong with Mexican comida here, but it actually turns out pretty good? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't, I don't view the Mexican food here um, as a heck of a lot like what I get down there. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's fattier. Um, it's, uh, it's more fried. Um, and, and it's, to, to be blunt, um, you know, it's Mexican food that has been altered for American tastes. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make it inauthentic. It just makes it inauthentic Mexican food. It's um, Southern California food. Um, honestly, I, um, you know, w- when I go up to the Bay Area, I, I lived there for, uh, you know, for many years. The Mexican food in, uh, in the Bay Area is very different than the Mexican food down here. Um, I mean, I can tell you some of the best Mexican food I've had in my life is in the Bay Area. California is just an absolutely amazing restaurant. And, you know, it's as it's every bit as good and, quote unquote, authentic um, as uh, anything that I've had in in Mexico City or TJ or uh, Ensenada or, uh, you know, out of my kitchen, uh, you know, down in Rosarito. Let's talk about some of the recipes. I'm a big torta guy. I've never had a lobster torta. Tell us about your, your Puerto Nuevo style lobster torta. Yeah, I um, that that recipe was okay. So our house down in um, in Rosarito is uh, you know a couple miles south of uh, Puerto Nuevo, which is a, a town that's famous. Uh, for its lobsters, and the lobsters down there are very different than East Coast lobsters. There, um, and, and the lobsters here, they're uh, spiny lobsters. Um, so they've got tails, but they don't have claws. Um, but they're really, 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 really tasty. And Puerto Nuevo is just an absolute tourist magnet. Um, and they, uh, you know, they, they say that they're selling, um, uh, you know, lobsters from you know right off the coast. They're not. That's the, you know, the stuff they're selling there. Actually, comes from uh, more likely uh, comes from South America than it does from uh, right off the coast. Because the stuff that from right off the coast gets sent to Japan. Why? Because it pays. Um, but it, it, nonetheless, it is Lobsterville um, in in Baja California. 
Um, and so I'm thinking about, um, you know, what do, what would I want to do with them that might be a little bit different? And I go back to the time that I lived on the East Coast, um, and I, you know, Connecticut style, um, lobster rolls. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. A lobster roll is basically just a sandwich, and there's some really wonderful, um, uh, you know, uh, rolls, Tolera rolls, and, uh, et cetera, in, um, in, in Baja. So basically, I took the um, the Puerto Nuevo style lobster, stuck it in a roll, and you know built this uh, this this cross between between the two. That's that's exactly what it is. Very interesting. One more I want to ask you about crab with pickled asparagus and guajillo pork broth. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I, it's I, it, it, you know, it everything, everything starts with a good stock as uh, as that did, um, and then it's just the, the flavors that I absolutely love from I you know from, from Mexico the you know the, the pork broth the uh, guajillo is a, a relatively mild chili it's not one that uh, you know if, if you're afraid of heat you don't need to be afraid of uh, guajillo chilies they're um, frankly almost more sweet than they are spicy. But they have a, a good, rich um, chili flavor, um, and that's uh, you know that's what that's what it's built around. Um, and yeah, love that dish, love that dish. That's that's one I'd say I probably make um, uh, every you know I, I'd say at least once a month, um, twice a month. Love it. The last time I but, was yeah. in TJ, as uh, as I said, I. Uh, um, I really couldn't find it, it seemed like when I was down there in the 80s there was more going on with the street food scene it it seems a little bit uh different now there are more uh restaurants not as many uh street vendors and things how have you found Tijuana change over the years Oh Tijuana changed a lot over the years um uh, and you know it's on, on the one hand it's become um you know, it's, it's not the city that I used to uh, sneak out of my parents house and um and and drive down to and try to get in trouble, which I generally failed to do. Um, I, you know, and I, I th- but I thought I was, you know, really, really, you know, sneaky and my parents had no idea what they knew what I was doing. Um, you know, but it's, you know, that, that, that was, uh, kind of the, it's kind of the picture of TJ that a, a lot of us have in our heads. It's become a much more sophisticated city. It's got, um, I, it's got museums. It's got, um, a lot of, um, higher end culture going on because there's a lot more money in town, mostly, uh, attracted by the Macchiadora trade. Um, and, you know, that money is Japanese money. It's American money. Um, uh, and the food scene has, as you say, has really kind of moved towards, um, towards the more sophisticated, towards, um, restaurants. There, there's, there's a lot of really, really high end restaurants, um, scattered around TJ. And that's something that, uh, you know, that, that really didn't exist when I was a kid. Um, and, and it's cool to see. I do kind of miss the, um, you know, the walk down uh, Avenida Revolución and get, you know, 16 different kinds of tacos. I, I kind of miss that. Uh, on the other hand, we've got uh, we have TJ dogs um, in L.A. They're known as danger dogs. Um, and it's basically uh, hot dogs done up as a, uh, a, a, a the way the tacos used to be done up. You have to look a little bit harder to find it, but there's, uh, uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and they got that. 
Mexican flag the size of a football field too. It's always very like intimidating. Oh yeah, it's like you're in Mexico now, baby. All right, the book yeah. is called Cali Baja Cuisine, Tijuana Tacos, Ensenada, Agua Chile, San Diego, Cali Burritos, and more. Available from Rizzoli Publishing. Our guest is Michael A. Gardiner. Michael, congratulations on the book, and thank you for stopping by. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. All right, good stuff. Come on back on by. to love from Apple right now at Verizon. Get the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium and more to love from Apple on us with select phone trade-in and select unlimited plans. There's no better place to get what you love from Apple than at Verizon. And there's no better time than right now. All that with the network you can really rely on. It's your Verizon. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on select 5G unlimited plans required. Less up to $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Trade-in conditions apply. One offer per eligible Verizon line. Additional terms apply. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
you know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I'm so good looking. Yeah, right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right, whatever that was. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. There is a brand new book out today, and it's called Magic, The Life of Irvin Magic Johnson, available from Celadon Books, and we have the author with us now. Happy to have him, Roland Lazenby. Roland, welcome to the show. And uh, as with anything, when you talk about someone who's so famous, I'm sure a lot of people might say, yeah, we already got the story on magic, but this was about as in-depth as it got. What, what made you say, look, I need to do the definitive bio here? Well, Rick, great to talk to you. You know, that's what I do. I have a 715-page book on Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, The Life, that just this week went into its 21st language, Portuguese. Hmm. And so the globe, this is a a big change. The global population has a fascination with American professional basketball. And uh, we're, we're both old enough to remember when American professional battle struggled and struggled and struggled. But figures I've written on Kobe, Michael, Magic, Jerry West before that. The, these have become amazingly. If you if you were in a time machine, you I, I don't know. It would be strange to even try to predict that. Uh, NBA players would become such global cultural figures, but that's what they are. It's very fascinating, and I think a lot of like lately with this HBO Winning Time show and the the actor who does a great job uh, playing a, uh, if, if I may say so, like a more handsome version of, of Magic. But he, I think he does a good job. How much of that is just pure fun and fantasy, and how much of that is legit? Uh, you know, my work is tremendous fun. I always feel like I'm chasing mysteries. The mystery of Magic Johnson looks amazing. He's the guy with the smile. You know, he's he's got the arms spread wide for everybody in the basketball community. And lo and behold, he's this really tough guy who is such a control freak and he's been that way from a young age that's how he was able to get where he got how he was able to make this revolution in basketball happen i also think too that when you think of magic and it's what is it more than 20 years ago when he got the virus and he's gonna die and we can't let him in the olympics he's gonna bleed on somebody and here it is 2023 and 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 he's fine um I think a lot of people wonder, did he have some sort of special treatment because he was a rich guy? Like, what happened there? 
Well, you know, with HIV in the early stages, as they began to discover ways to counter the virus and the onset of AIDS, it was wealthy people who got those things. And there's no question that Lakers owner Jerry Buss was uh, was able to get involved, and uh, through time they were able to uh, pretty soon connect uh, uh, magic to Dr. David Ho, um, who, who was a specialist. And um, it, it did become part of the mystery to the point that there were conspiracy theories um, that magic never really had been HIV positive. He was tested and retested, and it was very certainly. A, a a positive test, but it, it is still amazing what he's been able to do. But he's he took it on like a foe, and he really, really focused on this process of being healthy. No doubt. And you think about post-career, the ownership with, I mean, you've got the Washington football team, you got the the Dodgers, and he would go on late night TV and he would, I think more than once tamper (laughs) by saying, you know, we'd love, we'd love the unibrow here or whatever. Um, What about him as the businessman? You know, that too is organic. His, his father was an auto worker with a large family who had a trash hauling business on the side. Uh, Irvin had to work for the family business. But his two heroes uh, were black businessmen in Lansing, Michigan. And, you know, as a, a child, he loved sitting in the theaters as, as a boy and on a Saturday looking at the matinee. And he really, really, from a young age, wanted to be a businessman. And he wanted to promote black consumer preferences and he went to Peter Gooper. He, he secured a meeting with Peter Gooper and, and his manager. The, these two black men went to Peter Gooper, who was at the time in the early 90s, he was uh, head of Sony USA. They were building theaters. And they proposed putting theaters in black neighborhoods. And it made good sense. They had all the numbers. And it was a huge deal. And it it was a big cultural change, and it it worked famously. And of course, Magic was able to sell those and move on to all these other ventures. He can. He's a whirling dervish in business. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the theaters. There, we're speaking with Roland Lazenby with the new book uh, Magic. the The other thing is is that we we heard it before, and you know, we see a little bit in that HBO series the fractious love-hate relationship between Kareem or, you know, Young Buck and Captain. Um, how much of that was uh, reality? Well, I think there was a, a good amount of reality. Kareem was unhappy in his career, unhappy in his life. Very quickly, there became this narrative that magic arrived and, and delivered everything. Kareem told me personally uh, I, I did an interview with him, um, a major interview, several over the years. But in 92, he talked about the resentment he had for Irvin 
Uh, Kareem had been the reason in that 1980 championship when Magic was a rookie. Kareem had been the reason that the Lakers had a 3-2 lead, but in game five, he sprained his ankle. Magic comes along and has this amazing game six in Philadelphia. The Lakers win the championship. It's on tape delay. The NBA's in trouble financially, but boom, here's Magic, and CBS wants this smiling face. Kareem's back in L.A. with a bum ankle, and Kareem was very bitter because he was the reason they got to the point to win that championship. And so those kinds of things could have become bigger and bigger. But my book details how those players who were what you call racehorse players, they ran the fast breaks and did the fun things that were showtime, Norm Nixon and Magic and Michael Cooper. There was a group of them that had printed up these little matchbooks that said trade Kareem. They would never broach that subject publicly, but they would pull them out in airport to the reporters covering the team. And so there was always that chemistry thing. They got through it uh, between Kareem and Magic, but it was they were very different personalities. It was kind of documented that Jerry West wanted to draft Sidney Moncrief and not Magic, just as he thought Sidney was going to be a better scorer. But in that, I, I, I hearken back a third time to that series that the actor playing Jerry West had a baby over it and basically destroyed everything in his office because Magic was useless and Sidney Moncrief was good. Was it that stark, his preference? Uh, of course not. <laughs> um, but but Jerry was a careful executive. He Jerry told me of this in a 1990 interview, which is high. And uh, what what uh, Jerry told me, and it's the same thing that that Dr. Jack Ramsey told me. It's the same thing that Billy Packer told me in, in interviews for the book. None of the mindset of the of the great minds of basketball could project Irvin Johnson as this great NBA player. He had a really high dribble. He had a suspect jump shot. They loved what they saw. As Jerry West said, you love the things you saw, but you just couldn't see where he was really going to fit in the NBA. And what they all said is the thing, and this is about scouting, as Jerry said, you can, as Jerry told me, you can see what a player can do on the floor, but you can't read their heart. And, and that sort of is part of Magic's place in the game. There's no question he has one of the greatest hearts in the history of American pro basketball, a game that has had more than its share of big hearts. What about, you know, it's not Magic, but the relationship with Dr. Buss and why – why was Dr. Buss, I mean, he turned out to be right, but why did he basically hand the whole keys? He had Norm Nixon, and he, he brings in Magic, but he just handed the whole keys to Magic, who could do no wrong. He had his favorites. Obviously, he was Kobe was a favorite over Shaq, but what was it about Buss and his undying loyalty to Magic Johnson? Well, you know, it was usually the recipe for failure. You have two guys who really are not basketball men making the decision to draft Magic Johnson. You had Jack Kent Cook, the former owner of the team, and then you had Jerry Buss, this real estate guy who was in the process of buying the team. 
And Jack Kent Cook was saying, magic, the name says everything. Jack Kent Cook was the guy when when Jerry West wanted to acquire Dr. J to play with Kareem, Jack Kent Cook refused to do it. That drove Jerry West as crazy as anything. But uh, along comes magic in that national championship game against Larry Bird in 1979 that was the first time that jerry buss and jerry west had really seen magic basketball wasn't as pervasive i mean basketball on television wasn't as pervasive back then and uh jerry buss fell in love with the idea of magic and of course as Jeannie buss explained to me that they were they were almost soulmates magic and jerry almost from the very start and um uh jerry bus and it set off all sorts of problems with the lakers roster it's like uh kareem told me he said it was it was like i couldn't be a part of it it was a family thing and and very soon uh, i mean magic and and jerry bus were going to clubs they were hanging out at jerry bus's house all of these things, and Jerry Buss was making plans to give Magic this 25-year, $25 million contract, calling him a member of the family and declaring he would be management. These things just absolutely rocked the Lakers roster. Nothing in pro basketball like this had ever happened before. Well, there's a lot more inside. We're just scratching the surface of the new book, Magic, The Life of Irvin Magic Johnson from Celadon Books. It is out brand new today from renowned sports biographer Roland Lazenby, our guest here. Roland, thank you so much for your time, and congratulations on the book. Thank you, Rick. Thank you very much. All right. You're welcome. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back on Byline. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? 
Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. All right, uh, hour three coming up. One thing that I think is so dumb, it drives me crazy, is how people want your sports teams to take a political side or that teams will do it on their own. And that there have been several teams that have been called to task, and this goes with soccer teams in England too, saying, why haven't you as a team officially condemned Hamas yet? I just want to say, because they're a team, what do they have to do? Why do they have to publicly say anything? And they're trying to make money. They don't want to make anybody mad, too. So if you're looking for an official statement, it would be like, maybe we're so sorry about the atrocities that are going on in the Middle East. We hope it ends soon. We, We hope people are doing all right. That would be something. But to get mad at your baseball team or your football team or your soccer team because they have not publicly come out and said, we, you know, we had that writer for the Sixers. The Sixers did say that. And the beat writer said, this sucks. And they fired him. It's just, it's so weird nowadays. I don't look for morality. My moral compass is not through my sports teams. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour. Come on back.
USA News. I'm Corey Myers. Senator Ted Cruz is proposing conditions for federal aid allocated to public schools for broadband access. Under his proposal, schools would need to implement restrictions on accessing social media platforms in order to be eligible for the federal funding. Additionally, Cruz's bill would establish guidelines to regulate the amount of screen time assigned to students as part of their academic coursework. In a statement, the Texas Republican characterized social media as addictive and distracting, expressing concerns about its potential to be misused or harmful to children. I'm John Schaefer. Two more hostages have been released by the Palestinian terrorist group Hamas. Hamas claiming it released the hostages yesterday on humanitarian grounds, but they did not release the more than 200 people still being held hostage. The group has said that they would murder the hostages on live TV. The released hostages were identified as two elderly Israeli women. According to National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, U.S. forces will be strategically positioned in the Middle East due to concerns that the conflict between Israel and Hamas might escalate into a broader conflict. We know Iran continues to support Hamas and Hezbollah, then in some cases actively facilitating these attacks and spurring on others who may want to exploit the conflict for their own good. Kirby noted an increase in rocket and drone attacks by Iranian-backed proxy groups targeting military bases housing U.S. personnel in Iraq and Syria. President Biden awarded the National Medal of Science and National Medal of Technology and Innovation today. That happened in the East Room this morning. Tonight at 6, Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and his partner Jody Hayden will meet with the President and First Lady in the South Portico part of the White House. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each Pure Ground Burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. For the first time since 2011, the Texas Rangers are advancing to the World Series. Texas beating the Houston Astros 11-4 last night in Game 7 of the American League Championship Series. Gymnastics icon Mary Lou Retton is back home recovering after a severe case of pneumonia. The five-time Olympic gold medalist... The five-time Olympic medalist has been in intensive care, fighting for her life. Her daughter, McKenna Lane Kelly, announced yesterday that Retton is doing much better but has a long road ahead. The family raising more than $450,000 in a crowdfunding campaign to pay for her hospital bill. Retton was the first American woman to win an individual Olympic gymnastics medal back in 1984. 
This year, Halloween candy prices have surged by 13%, as reported by both the U.S. Bureau of Labor and a supply chain expert from UCLA. That increase in cost can be attributed to the elevated expenses of ingredients and labor. Consequently, the average American household is projected to allocate around $35 for candy this year, a rise from the previous year's $30 expenditure. And whether you love it or hate it, last year the Brock's company made $88.5 million on candy corn alone. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, thanks for that. Welcome back to the show. Hour three, back in the studio. J.D. Sharp scheduled to appear. He's been highly elusive lately. The Oak Ridge Boys, Richard Sturbin. Giddy up, ba doom, ba doom, ba bow, bow. You know, just on the heels of that political talk, where we want official tweets from our teams taking political stands, I saw another anti uh, John Fisher thing, the owner of the A's, that he donated as much as he could to Republican candidate Doug Burnham who is in North Dakota, and Doug Burnham has authored anti-transgender and anti-abortion laws in North Dakota. And so he is to be vilified for that, uh, as we're told. And look, do we have to, and I'm not telling you to agree with people, but you can vote for whoever the hell you want. And then do we have to check to see who all your owners voted for? Do you have to see who Jed York or Joe Lacob voted for? 
You know, if Joe Lacob didn't give all his money to save the whales, then should we boycott the Warriors? Do we want to check what religion they are? Who do you pray to? Do you want to see whether he sleeps with a man or a woman? You know, do you want to see that if he thinks Breaking Bad sucks or is good? It's just... If you can say, okay, John Fisher, I disagree with your politics... You know, why do you care about supporting a guy in North Dakota? Well, it has nothing to do with the team. I'm mad at him for moving the team to Vegas. I don't care what religion he is or if he's straight or gay or who he votes for, who he gives money to. That's his business. It's a free country. But apparently we have to check now. Rick Tittle has never seen Game of Thrones. No, I haven't. And I like that type of stuff. I couldn't get through the pilot. And Breaking Bad, I made it three episodes. I tried. (laughs) I can't listen anymore, Rick. Come on back. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp 
at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome in, as we like to do at 11, 12 a.m. Pacific time, J.D. Sharp. He's from ProWagering, ProWagering.com. They do the extra uh, research, and they know what they're doing because they're all proven bettors. J.D., we uh, have Game 7s. Well, we had one last night, and the Astros contrived to be the only team to do it twice, to lose all four home games in a playoff series. But let's look ahead to tonight, Game 7 in the senior circuit. Suarez versus that man fought again. He's starting not horrible in the playoffs at 2.13 ERA. Suarez with a 0.64. You know, the Rangers lost 100 games two years ago. Two years ago, the Diamondbacks lost 110. Uh, They only won 84 this year. But do you feel like Philly's going to put this to bed tonight? Absolutely. 100%. Uh, Yeah, I actually... It's my biggest play of the year, and my logic is actually very simple. It's not, it's not about Suarez. It's not about Fod. I don't do this very much, but uh, if the World Series is the Diamondbacks versus the Rangers, the viewership will be almost microscopic. If the World Series is the Phillies versus the Rangers, you've got that giant East Coast market. Keep in mind, look at the betting numbers for New York, $1.7 billion this year. New Jersey, $1.3. Uh, Pennsylvania, $800 million this year. I mean, the amount of people that are going to watch and, and bet the World Series if it's Rangers versus Phillies, especially with the Bruce Boshi thing, uh, it's, it's going to be very, very high. And so I'm not even handicapping this game. I just know that Major League Baseball is not going to let the Diamondbacks win this game, Rick. So does that mean the umpires are on the take or the players or the skippers or everybody is on the take? Well, I mean, I think here, here's what I think. I think that either way they're, they're outmatched. I think that the Diamondbacks, if you kind of look at the series, it's up and down, up and down, up and down. The up moment should be today for the Phillies. Um, but I do think that we'll see maybe some strike zone stuff. It just, uh, am I saying on the take? I'm not saying on the take. What I'm saying is Major League Baseball will not let the World Series <laughs> beat the Diamondbacks versus the Rangers because they will probably lose a billion dollars in advertising revenue. Well, it kind of sounds like you're saying on the take. <laughs> no, what I, what I, what I don't understand how it's going to happen. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going to take place. I just, I'm just very certain that the Phillies are going to win this game. All right, let's go back to last night for a second. <laughs> the Niners have uh, laid eggs, uh, back-to-back games on the road. Uh, you would have thought they would have won at Cleveland and Minnesota. Uh, it didn't happen. They probably should have won in Cleveland, but their kicker let them down. But uh, last night... A couple of uh, bad picks by Purdy in the fourth. Kirk Cousins threw the ball over 40 times. No sacks. They couldn't get to him. Is this just one of these, look, we got 10 games left. Everybody's going to have a little bit of a lull. Or if you're a Niner fan, do you think, are we trending down? I don't think so. No, I think the Niners, 
I think their defense, obviously, uh, their secondary, it isn't isn't that good. Um, Lenore's not that good. Charveris Ward's pretty good, but Addison was a pretty good. And really, if you look at the way the game was called, I mean, the, the officials were calling the Niners. The illegal contact was called a lot. Pass interference was called quite a bit. But Addison's a really good wide receiver, and Cousins is obviously a very good quarterback. Um, I I had the over last night again. Another game where there's 800 yards of offense and less than 40 points. That just seems to keep happening in the NFL. Red zone turnovers, whatever it is, I don't understand. I had a great 6-2 and two week, but I should have gone 7-1. I was pretty angry when that didn't go over. But, uh, no, they were missing Samuel. Samuel, they need Samuel for that offense. I think Purdy, a couple of the, the balls that he threw, uh, Jennings actually didn't. I think he kind of broke the route off on both of those. He still looked pretty good as far as I thought. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not concerned about the Niners. I think that the Vikings probably got away with holding a little bit in that game. Um, but once they get Samuel back, and assuming Fred Warner stays healthy and that defense stays healthy, uh, they should be fine. But you know, do I think that they should get a second corner that's better than than, than Len Moore? Yeah, I do. I, I think I think that Ward is very legitimate. I think he's probably an All Pro type of guy. But the number two corner is is just not that good. And I think they're also missing Jimmy Ward. Remember that defense had Jimmy Ward. He was their nickel last year. And he's actually the starting free safety for the Texans now, um, but yeah, I, th- I think they're missing him as well. And maybe maybe the new defensive coordinator Wilkes is just not as good as uh, as Demeco Ryan's. Every time I see Ward, I always think it's Jimmy Ward, but no, it's Travarius Ward. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, right. So let me ask you this: the the Buffalo Bills. A lot of people thought, all right, this is the year they're going to get past Kansas City. They're going to win the AFC. I would. I don't know if you even put them in your top five in the AFC now with Miami, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Kansas City. Um, what, what's going on up there that they're just laying an egg at four and three? Well, I think that Javarius White getting hurt, Davis White getting hurt didn't help anybody. Um, and I would say that the, the class of the AFC is not the Chiefs. The class of the AFC is the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Their defense has been lights out. Jackson, has he's not turning the ball over. 72% completion. They've got a, a great offensive line. They've got three running backs. I think there's a really good – they've got weapons at every every position. They've got Mark Andrews, who is Travis Kelsey, but a little bigger, probably a little faster. Not faster, but stronger for sure. Um, I, I think there's a real chance that the Ravens actually win the Super Bowl this year, Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, as far as the, the top five for the AFC, yeah, obviously the Chiefs are in there. The Ravens are in there. Are the Jags maybe? Let's see how they, how they fare against the Steelers. If the Steelers beat the Jags this week, then they're 5-2. and two. And I mean, these guys have these guys have forced 14 fumbles this year. Rick Watt has eight sacks. Joey Porter has given up one reception in five games. So Joey Porter Jr. So um, yeah, I, I, if I would I would argue that the Steelers have to be considered if if they can beat the Jags this weekend, maybe they can because Deontay Johnson's now back. I, I've documented this. Well, I've said it on the air many times with you. I don't know how Brandon Staley keeps his job in San Diego or Los Angeles with the Chargers with the two boneheaded things he did uh, last two years. And and this year, with all that talent, with a guy who you could say is the best quarterback in football, they're just muddling along at two and four. Uh, Does that guy, unless he goes on some great run now where he wins eight out of the next ten, is this a situation where you think that guy's finally going to get the ax? Yeah, I think so. I think that he was he was lucky because Herbert was playing really really well the last couple of years. Herbert isn't all he's an elite talent. He's got a huge arm. He's smart. He's big. Doesn't get hurt. But who do they have? I mean, when Mike Williams went down, that was a big deal for them. And Quentin Johnston, 
he's been nothing but te- nothing short of terrible. He's done absolutely nothing for them at all. He's been the worst rookie wide receiver, um, probably in the NFL, honestly. And, and he was a he was a, I think the second or third wide receiver taken. So that was kind of that was a bust. Williams is out. Allen's good, but he's old. Everett's hurt again. Eckler's consistently hurt. The defense is it's just not good, and they and they never will be. I mean, Mahomes was like twenty three of twenty seven early in the third quarter, or late in the third quarter in that game. So, yeah, I think that this will probably be the end of the line for Staley because Herbert is there, but Herbert, he's only got 10 touchdowns this year. That offense is not producing. I think there's a very real chance that the Bears might beat the Chargers this weekend as well. This bag-end kick in play. The Bears have quite a bit of weapons. Um, defensively, I think they can match up with the Chargers as well. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I would not be shocked if, if Staley gets the ax, and it could be the next four or five weeks. That's a they good- keep losing. It's a good call on Quentin Johnson because I, I thought this guy was going to be a stallion. He was so great in college, but right now, seven games, seven catches. Ouch. Unbelievable. And he's, and, and he's getting the option. I mean, he's the number two, so he should have much more. He should, he should have much more than that. All right. It is J.D. Sharp. Go to ProWagering.com. All the sports are covered there by J.D. and all his friends. Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with some open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. 800-211-6008. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? 
you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 943 Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Ah, it hurts my feelings. Coming up the next segment, Richard Sturban from the Oak Ridge Boys. Number to call 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's go to Christian in Houston. Sorry about your strows, buddy. Dude, I mean, Rick Tittle, it's okay. I feel rejuvenated because of the fact that, hey, the Astros made the playoffs. I mean, to be honest, they could have easily missed out on the playoffs by virtue of beating the Rangers in the regular season but not making much of a dent in the AL West and basically getting manhandled most of the way by the Mariners and, God forbid, the Angels and Athletics. But still, though, I'm just happy that the Astros at least made it to the playoffs because it's just hard to... I mean, it's just hard in Major League Baseball to even be good and make the playoffs. 88 wins ain't, I mean, 85 wins ain't enough. You have to have 90 or more. I mean, and, and come to think of it, I just have to ask you real quick about this. Do you think that Major League Baseball would benefit from having a 16-team playoff rather than an 18-team playoff or a 12-team playoff? No. No, I think there are already too many lame teams in the playoffs, but I'm I'm happy with it because it keeps the season alive, and as we've seen, wild cards get really hot. I mean, the Diamondbacks have a chance to go to the World Series, and they only won 84 games. Um, I, I, I think there are already plenty of teams in the playoffs right now. Uh, I see. You're a baseball traditionalist. Well, no, a baseball traditionalist would, would want just two two teams, <laughs> you know, the AL champ and the NL champ. I love the wild card, which is not a traditionalist view, because it keeps the season alive for so many teams. And there's just, growing up, you would have no hope by 4th of July if your team sucked. But now, hey, a couple of hot weeks. So, yeah, I, I just think that the way they have it now, there's more than enough chances for everybody to get to the playoffs. I mean, come to think of it, it's been that way since 1995, but it's only expanded more over the last few years. 
So, to be honest, yeah. I'm just happy that the Astros even made it to the playoffs, and they got a hell of a year ahead in 2024. Well, that's a a very magnanimous view. I'm never happy that my team made the playoffs once they get knocked out, so you're a bigger man than me. (laughs) Understood, understood. But now that we have pretty much talked about it, I just have to ask, what are your thoughts about the Rangers going on to the World Series for the third time in franchise history from your perspective? Uh, I'm not happy about it <laughs> because they're a rival of my team, and whoever <laughs> whoever wins the National League I will root for. I don't openly campaign hatred towards the Rangers, but I've I've never liked them. I rooted for the Giants, and I rooted for the Cardinals against them, even though I love Ron Washington, and I felt terribly sorry for him. But I like the fact, a curmudgeonly old man that I am, because my team stink, I like the fact that the Rangers have never won a World Series in Texas, and I'd like it to stay that way. But I like Bruce Bochy, Marcus Semien's from my hometown. I mean, there are things to root for if I felt like it. Understood, understood. I'm the same way when it comes down to the Rangers. It's like I am not a fan of anything relating to Dallas. Mm Mm-hmm. Or any other team that doesn't represent Houston, to be honest. But still, though, I just hope they do well, regardless of even if they lose or just straight up choke. But still, though, I just hope they do well. J.R. Ewing beat the Urban Cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Go ahead. (laughs) But still, though, another question I want to ask, is the NBA season is starting tonight, and obviously with the NBA, I mean, with the NBA broadcast deals coming up later, I mean, after the postseason this season, well, this upcoming season, do you think that the NBA would benefit to a move from would benefit from a move to streaming, or do you think that traditional TV? It's one of the last bastions of the NBA, and they need to keep that carefully. Uh, Look, they'll do anything they can to make more money, and there's no doubt that they will always... I mean, Adam Silver is smart. The biggest change, if you ask me the biggest change in sports since when I was a kid, number one by far is the fact that if you even looked at a casino, you would get banned. And now all these sports teams, they're not only in Vegas, they encourage you to bet on sports. That would probably be the biggest change. Well, that in fantasy sports, to be honest. <laughs> but then again, it was just relegated to baseball, which mm-hmm. you probably remember way more than I do. Mm-hmm. But still, though, it's, I mean, you would have to think now we're in 2023, about to go into 2024. I mean, the NBA, obviously, their season starts tonight. Everybody's thinking that the Nuggets aren't going back to the NBA Finals this year. But, I mean, I just got to ask from your point of view, what do you think the NBA, I mean, how do you think the NBA will be? Like, a year from now when, of course, well, actually, no, let me go ahead and rephrase that. LeBron is going into his 22nd season, no, 21st season, I think, and he's expecting his sons to play 
2024 and 2026. Do you think that LeBron's going to stick out for the long run? Well, hopefully if uh, Bronny is okay and gets a clean bill of health, I think he would, yeah. Yeah, but what about Bryce, his other son? I I don't even know about Bryce. There's another son. (laughs) Yeah, he has another kid. I didn't even know about it. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, but to be honest, I understand Bronny, the situation that he had with USC, I mean, I hope that he's all right as well, but still don't. It would be really surprising if LeBron James were to be playing alongside his sons and eventually going to the team that one of his sons get drafted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, aside from that, I mean, I hate to basically cut you off a little short, I mean, I know it just feels pretty awkward for me to even talk to another sports show without getting yelled out by my local sports radio station about my views on the Astros mess-ups. But still, though, it's been fun talking with you, Rick Tittle. Oh, 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 and one one more thing, one more thing I want to talk about, even though I know you don't follow fighting all that much. What are your thoughts on the Nganu versus Fury fight this weekend? Uh, all I know is I would not want to fight Fury. That's all I can say. I Otherwise, you give me a quick uh, 30 seconds on it. <laughs> of course, of course. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you were to get an opportunity to fight Tyson Fury, you'd be jumping out the ring, forfeiting and saying, hey, give me my money, I want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Hey, thanks for the call, Christian. Hey, thanks for having me on, and I will talk to you on social media at Rick Tittle. It's been awkward, but fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, Andrew Baggerly is reporting the obvious that the Giants are going to hire Bob Melvin as their skipper. Um, I don't even think the interview was more than five minutes long. The question is now, do they have to give San Diego something? I remember when Lou Pinella went to the Rays Randy Wynn got traded for Lou Pinella, and Melvin is under contract. And so the last time the Giants hired away a Padres manager, he won three World Series for them. So that's something uh, to uh, consider. But uh, the the owner in San Diego wanted to keep A.J. Preller and Melvin. Uh, But... You know, look, the the Padres had a winning record, but with all the money they spent and how aggressive they are and all the stars with Machado and Juan Soto and you go out and get Darvish. And remember, they were so aggressive at one point. They went out and got big game James Shields, and then when he didn't work out, they flipped him for Fernando Tatis Jr. But they also sent out um, uh, Joe uh, Ross, that didn't turn out to be bad. They sent out Trey Turner. That one turned out to be bad. But the struggles for the Padres, remember, was one-run games. The worst in baseball, 9-23 and in one-run games. And thereby, uh, that was their biggest problem. But Bob Melvin is the ultimate fit. Bay Area guy. Went to junior college and college in the Bay Area. Uh, he played for the Giants. He was a catcher there. I remember him very well as a player. Um, 
And I remember my, my dad always had on the Giants when the A's weren't on, and they weren't on too much of but my dad always thought that Melvin was a good – I told Melvin that. I, I actually have a relationship with Melvin, although I haven't talked to him for a couple of years because uh, I was pre and post for, what, those eight and a half years, and he was the manager the entire time. I remember when he came in, I started off with Bob Guerin, and um, he told me on the flight in he was looking in the A's media guide because he's like, I don't even know who these guys are, half of them. You know, he's always been a very honest guy. If you want someone, Giants fans will know this, he stands on the top step and he watches every pitch. You'll never see him turn around. He stands on the top step and he watches every pitch, which is important. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byland. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finished their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Price Picks. And right now, when you go to PricePicks.com slash byline and use code byline, Price Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's PricePicks.com slash byline with code byline for a 100% deposit match. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.
There's lots to love from Apple right now at Verizon. Get the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium and more to love from Apple on us. With select phone trade-in and select unlimited plans, there's no better place to get what you love from Apple than at Verizon. And there's no better time than right now. All that with the network you can really rely on. It's your Verizon. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on select 5G unlimited plans required. Less up to $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Trade-in conditions apply. One offer per eligible Verizon line. Additional terms apply. All right, uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome Richard Sturban from the Oak Ridge Boys, and uh, they are far from done. They got a Christmas tour on the way and an American-made farewell tour as well. Richard, welcome to the show. And I know that the Oak Ridge Boys, the Oak Ridge Quartet, I mean, it goes back so many years and has had so many members. What's it like being one of the OGs of that group? Well, it's it's a great feeling. You know, last October, I celebrated my 50th anniversary of being a member of the Oak Ridge Boys. Wow. So I've been here 50, 51 years now, you know, and then Joe, Joe Bonzo came one. So this year, the four of us are celebrating 50 years together. And that's quite a milestone. It really is, you know, uh, it's, it's quite a, a feat to accomplish. And, uh, and, and, and so we're, we're, we're kind of celebrating 50 years of being together. It's a special thing and something worth celebrating, to say the least. No doubt about it. And when I think about um, what you guys have meant to Tennessee, I mean, it's basically Elvis and then you guys, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know about that. But, yeah, you know, it, it's great to be in Tennessee. In fact, you know, just this, just Sunday, we, we, we went to the Country Music Hall of Fame right here in Nashville, and we, we took part in the induction ceremony where Tanya Tucker and, and Patty Lovelace were inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. And it's such a great thing to be a part of that. You know, uh, when you look around the room and you see Elvis there in bronze, you see the four faces of the Oak Ridge Boys, you see Johnny Cash, you know, Barbara Mandrell, Tammy Wanda, you know, the list goes on and on and on. And for the Oak Ridge Boys to be a part of that family, it's so special. It's almost beyond words in a lot of ways. I think we also share something in common, and we're both A's fans, except you go back to Scheib Park, Connie Mack Stadium, right? You're right about that. You know, I was born and raised in Camden, New Jersey, which is just across the Delaware River from Philadelphia. So I was, I, I, I was you know, raised at... at a Phillies fan more than anything else, but I do remember when the Philadelphia Athletics were still there. I used to listen to their games on the radio, you know, as a, as a young boy, and it's something I'll never forget. You know, there was always baseball. Either the Phillies were in town or the or the Philadelphia Athletics were there, and I, I used to love it as a young boy. So how nervous are you about tonight? You think you're going to get her done? Pardon? The Phillies tonight. Oh, you mean, you mean, you mean the Phillies? You know, well, I, you can count on the fact that I'm I'm going to be watching it very closely. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. And you know, a, a few more, a few days ago, I felt more confident than I do today. To be very honest with you, you know. And and you know, we know uh, 
Tori Lavello, the manager of you know of the Diamondbacks, pretty well, you know, because his father for years, you know, was was the producer and director of, of, of the TV show, you know, Hee Haw, which we were on many many times over the years. So, I did not so we know, know that. Tori Lavello, and and you know, he's done a great job with the Diamondbacks too. So you know, you know, anything can happen in a game seven. There's no doubt about it. When I think of Hee Haw as a kid with Roy Clark and Minnie Pearl and Buck Owens, Junior Samples, what was it like being on that thing? Well, it was very special. There's no doubt about it. In fact, just the other night at the, at the Country Music Hall of Fame, I talked to Charlie McCoy, who's a harmonica player. He played on most of our records, and he was a regular on the Hee Haw band, you know, throughout its existence. And we, we had a great time visiting, talking about Sam Lavella, Tori Lavella's father, and and and. and all the great ball players that we used to make appearances on Hee Haw because he was such a big baseball fan. Do you remember the banjo player, Grandpa Jones? There's no question about it. We all <laughs> knew Grandpa. He, he, he was very special, to say the least, you know. No doubt. That's great that you guys, I didn't know that about Lovolo. That's some good knowledge there. Um, we're speaking to Richard Sturman, the, uh, the Oak Ridge boys, and I think a lot of people might not know that when you guys got started in the very, very beginning, you were gospel for a long time, weren't you? There's no question about that. When I first joined the Oak Ridge Boys, you know, uh, it, we were the group was strictly singing gospel music. There was no doubt about it, you know, and, and uh, uh, it wasn't until 1970. I joined in 1972. I was actually singing with Elvis at the time, mm. singing in a group. I was singing in a group called J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet, and I actually sang with Elvis, the king of rock and roll. And I got a phone call you know, in 1972 that really kind of changed my life. You know, uh, William Lee Golden, he's the guy in our group with the long beard, probably the most recognizable character in the group. Mm-hmm. He called me up, and he said the bass singer in the group was leaving, and the Oak Ridge boys wanted to know if I would be interested in taking the job. Now, you know, here I was, apparently on top of the world, singing with Elvis, the king of rock and roll, but I had to make a decision, you know, like, what do I do? And I have to admit that I was a big fan of the Oak Ridge boys at the same time, so in 1972, I made a decision to leave Elvis and to join the Oak Ridge boys, and that was over 50 years ago, and now that I look back on that decision, you know, and all the great things that have happened, not just to me, but all four of the Oak Ridge boys, we, we've been very blessed. We've been very fortunate to have a great career. And, uh, you know, so I think I made a pretty good decision back there back in 1972. No doubt about it. You know, I was just, I'm a big karaoke guy, and I promise you I'm not making this up. The last time I went, somebody sang Elvira. It's still going strong. Well, you're right about that. And, you know, every time we perform anywhere, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's an unwritten law, I guess that the Oak Ridge boys have to sing Elfira. <laughs> so, so you can count on the fact that if you ever come to see the Oak Ridge boys, uh, you're going to hear me do giddy up, boom, pop, boom, pop, a mouth, mouth. That will definitely happen, no question about it. And, you know, one of the biggest kicks I still get after all these years, when I get up on stage and we sing that song every night, uh, I, lo- I love to look out in the audience and see most of the men, anyway, trying to sing the Um Papa Mau Mau Potter along with me. I always get a lot of fun, you know, singing that. I get a big kick out of it, to say the least. Very cool. And and I think a lot of people would probably think, you know, you're a good old country boy from the volunteer state, and you have to go, no, I'm a Jersey guy. 
There's no doubt about it. I was born in Camden, New Jersey, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. That's why I grew up being a Phillies fan and a Philadelphia Athletics fan. You know, because uh, I, I, I was a big fan of the, of the Philadelphia sports teams. Mm-hmm. Grew up being an Eagles fan as well. You know, so uh, so I come from that part of the country. You know, and, and every now and then I still have to go back to New Jersey, if for nothing else, the food. You know, there's, <laughs> there's something. You know, my mother was born in Italy, and and. Uh, there's probably more Italians, you know, in New Jersey than there are actually in Italy. So I have to go back and get some good food in there in New Jersey. <laughs> and uh, not just a baseball fan, but an owner. And I, my uh, Oakland A's for a few years uh, after they left Sacramento, their AAA was the Nashville Sounds before they moved to uh, Vegas. And I know for a long time you were involved with the Sounds, weren't you? You know, for about 30 years, I was a part owner of the Nashville Sounds. And it was, it was a great experience for me. It was kind of like a diversion for me. I got the I got the chance to go out to batting practice most days, hang out with the players, got to know a lot of the players. And over the course of the years, you know, so many great players have actually come through here. Don Mattingly played here years ago. Willie McGee. So many great, you know, guys. That, and now, you know, uh, uh, Matt Olson, you know, who plays for the Atlanta Braves. He's a former Nashville Sound as well. You know, he came up with the Oakland A's, and and, uh, and so I got to know him just a little bit when he played here as well. That's very cool. So what was it like, you know, when you guys, when you do the Grand Ole Opry, you know, that's like, uh, does, it, does it get bigger than that for you guys? Well, next to being members of the Country Music Hall of Fame, that's probably the highest honor that you can receive if you sing country songs for a living, a very close second is being inducted into the Grand Old Opry. Mm-hmm. It's such a special place. There's no question about it. You know, and uh, you know, for years we played the Opry, and we were not members. But after we were inducted as members back in 2011, when we walk into that room, into that building now, we feel like family. We feel like we belong. And we, I love to look at the wall and all the, na- all the plaques on the wall and to see our name there with some of the greatest names ever in country music. It's, it's great to be a part of that as well. And this coming week, you know, we, we do, we do the, the Grand Ole Opry on a regular basis, and next week we'll be back doing it again. And, you know, on the stage of, of the, uh, of the uh, new opera house, they have a circle right in the middle where the floor is actually from the old Ryman Auditorium, the original Grand Old Opry House from down to here in downtown Nashville. And the four of us always make it a point to stand on that circle because there's so much history there. It's a very special place. That's amazing. And uh, touring right now, the uh, next gig coming up, um, the 26th and the 27th at uh, the Mansion Theater in Branson, Missouri. The next day, Jim Halsey Auditorium, Independence, Kansas, then uh, heading back to uh, Bransman and Nashville and Corinth, Mississippi. You, do you, are you, is it the old days, like you wake up in, in a hotel, you don't know where you are? Well, you know, the, that can happen quite often. You know, we, we've spent uh, a lot of our lives, you know, working, averaging about 150 days a year on the road. Wow. And some days you have a tendency to go to the room that you were in the day before, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> you know, I know I've done that on several occasions. <laughs> but it, it's become a way of life, and it's something that we're used to. It's something that we live for. Even after all these years, we look forward to still getting up on that stage every night, taking our music live 
to our fans and to our audiences. It's a very special thing. We live for that. And what we live for, really, as much as the performing, is the feedback that we get from our fans. That is that is so special. And so that's why we're doing this farewell tour. You know, we announced that we're doing a farewell tour. We want to go around this country and thank as many fans as we possibly can for allowing us to have such a great career and such a great life. You know, it's, it's been a very special thing. And, you know, we announced the farewell tour. One thing we have not announced is when the farewell tour will end. We don't know when it's going to end. So, <laughs> we, we, yeah, why, we're, we're going to slow down a little bit, but I, we're still going to be around for a while. I can guarantee you that. Everybody check out how you can see him in person, oakridgeboys.com. We've been speaking with Richard Sturban. We'll have a little more Elvira on the way out. Uh, Richard, great stuff. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you for allowing me to talk to your fine listeners out there. I've enjoyed the conversation. And if you see anywhere in the next next year or so that the Oak Ridge Boys are, are, are coming to your town, come on down and see them. See us. You know, we can celebrate together and we can have a great time. Great stuff. Thanks, Richard. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. 
everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Can I be real with you right now? I mean like really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. All right, I guess I'll do my NBA rundown tomorrow. Go Dubs tonight. There's just two games. Uh, Phoenix at Warriors will be the second one at 7 out here. Uh, I don't know what the Giants are going to have to give the Padres. Maybe nothing. Maybe a player. Uh, They can't trade a draft pick unless it's international. Maybe cash. But uh, there's this thread on my text with my little brother, two of my cousins, and a friend. They're talking about when John Gruden got traded to the Bucks for two first-round picks. And my cousin said, both guys sucked. And then I clarified that it was Philip Buchanan and Napoleon Harris. And um, then my I usually don't talk about these text streams on the air, but my brother came in with something that actually made me laugh out loud because we started talking about Mark Davis and uh, <laughs> my brother said, Mark Davis has spent, now this is just for fun, don't sue me. Mark Davis has spent all his money on cocaine, hookers, and a blind barber. It was the blind barber line that got me. Uh, if you are a blind barber, I, bar-ber, I uh, apologize uh, for that. Uh, so we'll expect in the next few minutes for the Bob Melvin hire to become official, maybe a press conference uh, tomorrow. And um, maybe I'll go. Now nah, I'm not going to go to that. I'm too lazy. I thought about it for literally one second. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We don't have brain damage. <laughs>
<laughs> Great way to end the show.